live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving and storage studio. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and have amazing relationships. I'm John Deloney, joined by my good friend Jade Warshaw, and we are talking about money, life, everything. 888-825-5225. It's 888-825-5225. Five two two five. Let's go out to Lexington, Kentucky, and talk to Angela. What's up, Angela? Hi, how are you all? Thank you for taking my call. I'm a bit nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. Jade's good at this. I'm not that good, so you're you're all right. <laughs> you always say that, but you're kind of my favorite. Don't tell anybody else. <laughs> well, you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't paying attention. What's I'm up? Just kidding. Um, so I was calling um, because I wanted to see if there was some new thing that I don't know that I haven't tried to try and get my husband on board. Um, I found out about Dave Ramsey about seven-ish years ago, whenever um, shortly after I got into church, and um, told my husband about it. He wasn't very excited, and then he jumped on board for a little bit. We paid off a bunch of debt, um, and then he kind of fell off the wagon. We ended up getting debt free and then got back into debt. Um, and like in recent conversations, he's like, why don't we just do our own plan? And I'm like, because this is a proven plan. <laughs> like, I know this works. When you um, say fall so, off yeah. the wagon to the tune, like, what does that look like? Because is that, you know, a couple of hundred dollars or is this like a couple of thousands of dollars or is this like um, tens of thousands of dollars? No. Oh, I'd kill him. Um, no, um, <laughs> just like we were talking about, um, buying a house and, you know, he's listening to people that say you need a credit score and I'm like, no, you don't. And, um, so he ended up getting credit cards and then Oof. we got a personal loan for a, um, basement remodel. And, um, I and this is in your, is this just in his name and you're against it or are you going along with it? Um, I was against it. Um, it was in his name, um, but I was a part of it too. Like one credit card was in my name that he got on his account. Um, and I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm let John hit you up on this because <laughs> there's more here. Yeah. You're married to a child. You're more his mom than you are his wife, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And you don't like fighting either. And um, maybe it's not unsafe, but it's probably not wise. And so you just go along with it. And at some point, you have to say, I'm not going to be your mom anymore. I want to be your wife. Yeah. And my guess is everything is getting put onto this plan. And this plan is getting all the blame. This plan gets all the success. And what hasn't happened is there's not been an identity change in your marriage. And the identity change in the marriage is we are people who will never borrow money again, ever. The house is on fire, come hell or high water, we're not borrowing money. And a tool to make that identity a reality is this plan. But we, if you make the plan the good guy and the bad guy all the time, it's easy to be like, let's just come up with our own. Because I'm tired of fighting you. And you're married to an impulsive child who 
wants what he wants right now. I want a new basement remodel. And he sounds like he watches a ton of Instagram. And the basement remodel is my idea because um, we what? live with his mom. So it, well, because we live with his mom to help her out. And um, it was a, supposed to be a temporary situation so that we could save up to buy our own house. And so the basement was my own place, my own space, my um, kind of like separation from so her. you took out a loan <laughs> to upgrade no, 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 your, mo- your mother-in-law's house? Not, it wasn't like a, it was, I mean, it was a couple thousand dollars, but like it's almost paid off now. Wait, 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 like wait, I'm wait, wait. I, I, I got to bust in for a second. I got to bust in for a second. <laughs> um, can I just tell you until you, if, if you have a mistake that you made, which I think that you taking out that loan was a mistake. And I think you do too. But if you keep saying, yeah, but, and it was just for this, and it was because, and you keep like- And it was my husband's fault. Yeah, and you keep saying why it was okay, then it's no longer a mistake in your mind, and you're more likely to do it again, as opposed to just going, we did that, that was so dumb. And never again. Yeah, we learned our lesson. Do you see what I'm saying? But the more you caveat it with reasons why it was okay, the more likely you are to do it again. And I'm guessing your husband's not going to get on board because you're not on board. Well, I'm on board. It's just trying no, to get you're not. Me you're not. Like, girlfriend, you are not on board. <laughs> you borrowed money. Why are you living in your in your mother-in-law's basement? Um, because she's a widow. Uh-huh. And okay. um, it was to help her out. And um, What did well, she need help with? Um, finances, she doesn't work, um, and that draws disability and things, so. Okay. It may be time for some, let me just say it like this. If I found myself in your situation, and it's not as though you have, were dropped in here. This is just a global, you've made some errors, your husband's made some errors, y'all found yourself in this place. You are taking care of somebody who's not working, who's drawing um, uh, either Social Security or disability. It's just a big old mess. I would take my husband out for lunch or for breakfast. And again, people always ask me, why do I always say that? Because if you take somebody out for dinner, after a couple of hours, when you get to 9 or 10 o'clock, there's no more productive business meetings happening. So I have something powerful about going for breakfast or going for lunch when the sun is still shining and you are able to be clear-headed and for several hours in a row. And I want you and your husband to decide. Are we just going to, Are we, we're looking at mom. She's on disability. Her kids are living in her basement because she doesn't have any alternatives. Is this the life that we, w- we want to chart forward for ourselves? Or do we want to look at each other and say, never again, mm-hmm. never again. And that means starting with, we're not ever going to borrow money, ever. That means we are going to always check in with each other and be people of honor and integrity with one another and then with everybody else. Mm -hmm. And that means we are going to follow this plan and we've got a laid out plan here. And honey, I'm on board and I've been getting mad at you for not being on board. I haven't been on board either. And we're not going to live at my mother-in-law's house. She may at some point move in with us because we're going to take care of her. That's great. But we're not going to find our dignity and worth and stand up tall by living in my mother-in-law's basement. It's not how that's going to work. So we're going to move out. We're going to get our own place and we're going to start building on our own two feet. And you're going to have to ask your husband to be a grown man and not a child anymore 
all of this is going to have to start happening. Stay on the line. We're gonna, I'm going to send you Financial Peace University for a year, the Every Dollar app, and I'm going to send you a copy of my book, Own Your Past, Change Your Future. I want you and your husband to read that together. We'll be right back. Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This is The Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. If you're a new listener and you want to know what we're even talking about, when we talk about things like the baby steps and the snowball and all those things, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We're going to help you figure out the next best step for you in your financial journey based exactly where you are today. A lot of times people say, well, that call didn't have anything to do with me. We can tailor make this thing for you, okay? RamseySolutions.com, click on Get Started, and we'll walk you to debt freedom from there. Let's go out to Lane in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. What's up, Lane? Hey, John. Hey, Jade. How are you guys? We're good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. Excellent, man. What's up? Um, So basically, I just wanted to, I guess, say thank you. for you guys or to you guys, uh, just for teaching what you teach. Um, I guess for some context, uh, my wife and I are, I'm, I'm 23, my wife's 21. Uh, we have a 15 month old daughter and, uh, like three, four days ago, our house got wiped out by a tornado. No, um, shoot, man. Y'all, everybody's okay. Yeah. In Calgary. Okay, yeah. Wait, where uh, are you? So we actually live about an hour, hour North of Calgary, um, near Didsbury. I don't know if that means anything to you, but, uh, yeah. And I didn't so know they had that kind of okay. weather there. Is that normal? We do now. Yeah. Uh, so this was the biggest uh, tornado in Alberta in the last 36 years. Wow. Uh, quite a few farms taken out. We're, we're rural. Yeah. So um, thankfully there were more people, but uh, no one was hurt, by the way. Thank um, good, man. But uh, yeah, if anyone was in our house, they would have been, well, no more. We'll put it that way. Wow. Uh, but like we we... We have most of our stuff, you know. Um, we don't have a house. We're living with my mom for the time being, and uh, we'll transfer into other things. But I just, you know, when it happened, like, we hightailed it over there. Um, and I I guess, to, to put it in a way that makes sense, like, I don't, I don't care financially. Like, we oh, have wow. insurance. Like, we're, we're, on, we're on baby step four, five, and six. Um, Good, man. We, we have an emergency fund, and, like, I was way more worried to make this call to talk to you guys than I was about our house being wiped out. Wow. Perspective, and I just wanted to say thank you and it means the world that you guys uh, teach this stuff. And then my mother-in-law that actually introduced me to you guys. And man, I'm so grateful because I don't know where we'd be otherwise. Dude, that means yeah. the world yeah. that you that you took the time to call, Lane. Circle back and uh, yeah. appreciate it. And I think it's important for everybody to know that Jade and I have no illusions. We know we're just a couple of knuckleheads <laughs> okay. on the radio. You did it. You're the one actually oh. working, man. And uh, appreciate it. Wow. Good yeah. for you. Good, Good for, you, for you. I'm glad everybody's safe and okay. And I'm glad that y'all get to make the next step position, the next step moved from a position of strength, not a position of mm-hmm. desperation. That's, mm-hmm. that's incredible, man. Wow. And, uh, um, 
Well, dude, I'm really grateful that you circled back and gave us a shout, dude. That that means the world to us. You know, John, people say all, you know, people call in and and they they thank us and they're happy with the results of the plan. And, you know, we said and we weren't joking around. He's the one that did the the work there. And I think sometimes we've seen it on previous calls. I think sometimes with Financial Peace University, people kind of get it in their head that it's a magic trick and that if I just take the class, the class will do its magic work and I'll be magically where I want to be financially. And that's not how it is at all. You get the information and you get to choose whether or not you're going to implement it. You get to choose whether or not you're going to go all in. Because I mean, when you really stop at like, we know we know it's a plan that works for people who choose to work it. We know that it's helped millions of people get out of debt and change their lives and not just get out of debt, but go on to build wealth and become, you know, baby steps millionaires and things like that. And but those are the people they choose to show up every week, right? Because it's nine weeks. So they choose to say, this is a priority for me for nine weeks. I'm going to cut out and carve out this area of my time. I'm going to show up whether it's in person or online because you get your choice. And they're the heroes in this story. It's not us. We get to, like you said, be on here and and be goof offs on the radio. And for some reason, people listen to us and it's amazing. But they're the ones who carve out that time. They do the work and they're the ones that see the turnaround. They see that improvement. And it doesn't take long. Most of the people who really dig into Financial Peace University, man, they're seeing like $8,000 turnarounds, lickety split, you know, within the first 30 days and things like that. So this that call was really a testament to not only it, it's not about the plan, it's about the plan plus, plus the person, right? And plus their involvement in it. And that's when it works. Um, so if anybody's interested in going through the same plan that helped my guy out, come on, tornado blew down his house. And yet here he is, Financial Peace University. You can find that going to RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. And one more thing, uh, and this is for everybody listening. We have a bad psychology um, where I'll forever remember right after 9-11 happened and all of the, I don't remember, it was the Senate, the House, the Congress was was on the steps of the White House singing together and mm. it was this moment. Yeah. And humans have an ability to come together in madness and make clear-headed next right decisions. Mm-hmm. Um. But man, we make the stupidest decisions in times of, it's all good. It's all good. We just pretend reality doesn't count. Yeah. And so- Short memories. Yes. And so I don't mean this in a, in a caustic way at all, but what happened to Lane will happen to all of us. Hmm. Life will come at us. Moms will get sick. Kids will have issues. Tornadoes will hit houses. It's not a matter of- um, if it's a matter of when. And yeah. so this plan, and I say this plan, living a life where you don't owe anybody anything. You said it earlier, living a life where I am fully empowered to be as free as possible in mm-hmm. my health, in my relationships, in my finances, in where I work, an ability to stand up tall in a culture that is so disempowering. Man, chopping you down. When it comes... The most annoying thing will be who's going to call to the air conditioner person. Who's yes. go- I want to call in and, and say thank you, and I'm nervous about that. That's the hardest part yeah. of losing my house. The, it, it will come. Do you have a group of people with you that you can weep with? Do you have an emergency fund? Do you have these things? Because it's going to come. And we That's had right. thousands and thousands of years of farmers who knew this. 
don't don't go through all your grain. You're going to have a couple of years where it <laughs> doesn't rain. Right. That's life. And in two short generations, we've just thought we're smarter than nature. And yeah. we can beat it all with our with our smarts and our technology. It doesn't work, man. It will come for you. You make a great point because it's true. And I don't say this to be like a fatalist or to be negative. It's life. But you cannot plan your life based on best case scenarios. <laughs> like so many times people call in and I've been guilty of it. It's like you have this idea of something you can do, but if you really stop to break through, break down your plan, everything has to be perfect in order for it to work, and right? It not, not one domino can <laughs> fall in order for it to work, right? And then what happens that one domino falls that you never perceived could fall and you're like, holy crap, everything's caving in on me and I don't, and, and that's, that's why things like this are so important. I mean, one one call we had, the girl's got diabetes, right? And she's trying to get her medication. How great would it be if that's never an issue for her again? She's just got the money piled up. She's got the financial peace. You know, the, you. I heard you talking about your electricity, electricity problems. And it's like to just be able to up, I mean, you can just up and pay that bill. But I know there's plenty of people listening who if something happened and the electrical went out on their house, they'd be up a creek. Because there's no margin there. There's, there's no, no room for error. My AC went out the other week. It was happened to be one of the hottest days. And my husband was out of town. The ho- You know, it was like, no big deal. All right. Nobody likes to pay for things like that. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, just to have that peace of, <sighs> yeah. we're it, good. It's that peace. It's the peace. But life's coming. The tornado's coming. And again, it's not a fatalist thing. It's not a, ooh, we're fear mongers. No. It's just we, life. We, we just do life with people who are hurting. We wouldn't have a job if everything went right all the time. All right. right? And so live a life where you're connected with other people. Live a life where you enjoy going to work. Live a life where you don't owe anybody anything. And like I said a minute ago, in a world that is telling you, you can't survive without us, stand mm. up tall and say, yeah, I can. As for me and my house, yes, we can. We'll be right back. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years. And I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, shutters, and motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is The Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. The Ramsey Show question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly is the place to find reliable help for your home from trusted locally owned businesses like Glass Doctor, Precision Garage Door Service, and Mr. Handyman. Visit neighborly.com today to find home experts available to serve you. All right. Today's question comes from Heather in Virginia. She says, the cost of living is really high where I live, and I'm considering moving to somewhere cheaper. The hard part is that I'm currently living paycheck to paycheck and barely able to make minimum payments as it is. 
How would you recommend someone move when they can't afford it? Between just moving costs, deposits on a new rental, setting up utilities, etc., it seems impossible to move so I can better my financial situation when I can't even afford my current bills. That's a great question. Um, So I love that she's thinking, okay, where I live is super expensive. If I really want to get out of this, I'm going to have to move. And the best way to do that, you know, obviously, if you found someplace cheaper, that's great. But the only way to do that is to save up and do it. Like you've got to save up. You're going to have to pause your baby steps or pause whatever it is that you're working on so that all of your money can go towards saving up to actually move. Um, It is expensive to move, John. Um, It's brutal. It's brutal, especially if you're, gosh, if you're moving states, let alone across town. You know what I'm saying? So it is expensive. I would suggest to her that right now, this is kind of like... You know, we talk about stork mode, storm mode. This is kind of that thing where if you know you're moving, you've got a move coming up, you've kind of got to stop, put the brakes on everything and say, okay, I'm just saving up to move. I'm saving up for my first and last month's rent. I'm saving up for the moving truck. I'm saving up for all of the foreseeable things that you may need to pay for. Um, start writing it down because when you start mo- when you when you start the process of moving, more and more things pop up. Right. And so try to brainstorm as many of those things that you can think of off the top of your head as possible. Check online. I'm sure there's plenty of lists on there of like checklists, things to expect and just preempt it as much as possible. Save it up and then you're ready to go. And then you're on your way to uh, more margin in your life because you've got cheaper rent and cheaper cost of living. So good on you. Um, here's a couple of things that I think uh, might help facilitate this. The first thing is, as you mentioned it, writing it down, be exact. I would I would be as exact as you are on baby step two when you write your debt smallest to largest. I would know the apartment you're moving into. I would know the cost. I'd call ahead to this community and say, how much does it cost to turn on um, the electricity, turn on the phone, the internet? Have those numbers and save those dollars as though you're paying debts off. And mm-hmm. that way you know exactly because it feels so overwhelming. But if you know it's 35, it's 75, it's 110, then it becomes more attainable once you see it. Mm-hmm. And then, man, there are apartment complexes that will run your first 30 days are free or what? find an apartment complex that'll work with you. Just start calling and calling and calling. And here's the second big one. Be honest about your stuff. If you have a couch that you got off Craigslist or from your great-grandma nine years ago, don't rent a $2,000 truck to take that couch halfway across the country. Come on, John. Just get a lawn chair and deal with it. (laughs) I would rather move. I, I, I put a couch into storage when I was just out of college, and... Over the course of that year, that storage space cost me 550 bucks, mm-hmm. which 25 years ago, you could buy a leather couch <laughs> with its own cowboy okay. for 550 bucks. Not with the cowboy, though. But, okay. dude, this couch, I got it out of storage. I was like, this is disgusting. I can't put this in a house. <laughs> I threw it away. That's what I'm talking about. It was so about. dumb. It was oh, so yeah. dumb. So, yeah, either strap it to your back and move it yourself. But do not, do not spend money to move that Junk. nasty old couch. Yes, if, if it's a Craigslist thing, there's Craigslist <laughs> in whatever town you're moving to. Yeah. Um. So, but you and I have both done life with no furniture, mm-hmm. with air mattresses, with yeah. with uh with 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 yard furniture inside. Yes. yes. We've made it work because again. I'm not going to owe anybody more money. Yeah. I'm not living like that anymore. And I can't even remember those days, to be honest with you. They're they're a part of the past so much. 
And so, dude, I just, I just wouldn't spend the money to move a bunch of nonsense across the country if you don't have to. Yeah, I know that's right. And uh, yeah, John, you nailed it. That is so true. I had not thought about that, but you're so right. Do not spend money to move that stuff or store that stuff. You know, try to sell it where you're at and then, you know, take twenty the $25 you get from it and buy yourself another, you know, couch or whatever in the meantime. Or, you know, you'll go without for a while and you'll be strong. It, so. There you go. Yes. You need a mattress. That's what you need. Yes. All right, let's go to uh, that's gonna you know that's gonna end up on social media. Yeah. Like they just say, an air, just, you don't even need a real mattress. Get you an air mattress. I'm a real mattress <laughs> kind of guy. I need a real mattress. <laughs> let's go out to Anthony in Morgantown. What's up, Anthony? Hello. Oh, thank you for taking my call. It's a pleasure to be here. You got it, man. Thanks for calling. What's up? Okay, so I'm about to go into college at uh, West Virginia University. Okay, cool. My parents are able to help me out quite a bit, but I'll still owe about 5500 a year. Uh, it's a four-year school that I'm going to, and so I have about 9000 in a checking account and 8500 in stocks. So would you recommend I take out that loan and pay it back over time or simply liquidate all my stocks so I can just come out of school about debt-free? So, okay, Number one, your parents are helping you out. You said you've got how much in stocks? 8500 Yes. And then what was the other money? I have 9000 in checking slash savings, and I do have a few hundred in Roth IRA as well. Okay, so I would leave the Roth IRA alone. I would leave your 9K of savings alone because you need to have some savings. Why can't you, Um, it's 5500 a year. Why can't yes. you work part-time and, and pay for this, bud? I guess I could. I've never thought of that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's go. I never, I never thought of a thought job. Of Welcome to America. Yeah, you got, you know, the <laughs> stocks. If if you wanted to liquidate them, you could. Fine. But I, it's so, uh, let me make sure I say this the right way. It could be so much worse of what you owe per year. So for it to be 5500 I think that's a blessing. And I think that that is it something is. that you can earn lickety split. What are you studying, brother? Computer engineering. I would have a job working in IT okay. on my commute on my college campus tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They were desperate. They will hire you in no seconds flat. Mm-hmm. And what you'll get over the course of four years is enough money to pay your tuition. And by the way, you, Jade touched on something. We often think in absolute cost. Like, what is the room and board? What is the cost of my tuition? And we forget that life happens. That you want to go on a date. That you got to buy deodorant. That you got to do things in life. Um, somebody offers you a cool opportunity, but you have to travel to get there. So having some savings is so important. Mm-hmm. I personally would look, would take out all that stock and I would drop it in your savings account just so you have 17 or 18 grand that you can have in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. But um, dude, I would work in IT and what you're going to find over the next four years is hundreds of the best and dumbest questions ever asked about <laughs> IT. I asked the dumb ones and you're going to learn about computer engineering and the questions that your future boss is going to be asking, the questions you'll be solving for future customers. I would dude, I would do that tomorrow, man, and that's going to pay for it all the way through, but I I I would work all the way through college if I were you. And I can predict based on some of the statistics out there that it's going to make you a better student. Working 15-20 hours a week part-time it's you're you're gonna studies show GPA is higher, better time management. Uh, people just tend to do better in school when they work part time jobs. So let that help you out. Do not, Hello. don't borrow money on this one. Okay, 
Okay. Don't take the loan out. Don't take the loan out. It's going to be almost impossible for you to take that loan out and then take that money and just pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so much easier just to say, ah, it's not that much. I'll just deal with it later. And later sneaks up on you real, real fast. So yeah, you, man, you're in a great spot. And good call out, Jade. If you owe 5500 a semester at a good school like WVU, you've won. Mm-hmm. You've won. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Work your butt off and get that stuff knocked out as you go. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jane. By J- Come on, John! I'm Jade by joined. <laughs> joined by Jade Warshaw. <laughs> We are partying, yeah, we as you are. would say. I'm gonna run out to I'm gonna run out to Seattle and talk to the great and wonderful Roseanne. What's up, Roseanne? Hey, how are you guys? We are rocking on to the break of dawn, and I'm trying to uh uh speak clearly is what I'm trying to do, but I'm not doing a great job. How are you? <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. Good. So what's I'm up? I'm calling in I'm calling in to find out what your guys' thoughts advice is if we get, you know, dumped in an instant into this digital currency from our government. I mean, what's, what, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to be bringing cash home? Are we, what preparation? Or do you think it's just something that would take, this is, you know, this is something that would take a long time to roll out and we'll have plenty of warning. (laughs) Can I I be, can I be super just honest and direct? Is that cool? Perfect. Okay. So back in 2000, I think it was 10 or maybe it was 2011, I was um, crippled with anxiety. Um, okay. My wife described me as being married to a taser. Mm-mm. And my friends at work, um, they loved having me around because I was good at my job. And they couldn't stand having me around because I was always saying, yeah, but what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? And I had a buddy who's, uh, he's still one of my closest best friends on the planet. And he works for the banking commission. And one day I had kind of cornered him. And this is as we're coming out of the ashes of the market collapse and the housing implosion. And Roseanne, I was I I had came guns a blazing, and I know a lot about currency, and I know all about debt modeling, and I was going after him. What about this? What about this? And then what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? And he finally said something to me, Roseanne, that changed my entire life. He said this. At one point, he looked up and realized I wasn't asking specific questions. I was trying to make him make me feel better. And he looked at me and he said, John, I don't have a meteorite plan. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, dude, if the currency crashes and everything as we know it goes away, if we get hit by a meteorite, I'm not going to have spent time planning for that because when that happens, everything in the world is different from that moment forward. And his exact words, he's, he's my buddy. So he said, by the time you're figuring out what to do, your neighbor would already be trying to st- to um, take your pets for food. Like, like we think like if something happens, we're going to prep in this way and this way. These big caustic things that we worry about sometimes, I mean, that's, that's zombie stuff. And so if we woke up one day and our government had taken all of our money out of our accounts and turned it into digital currency, 
that world would be so insanely different from the world we inhabit right now that spending a second worrying about it or trying to prep for it really isn't a great use of your time. Um, okay. Can I add to that? Of course, go ahead. Um, you said something earlier when you first came on the call. You said in an instant. If in an instant, you know, we move to a digital currency... And my first thought, I kind of chuckled because I was like, hey, these governments don't do anything in an instant. Do you see how <laughs> go go down yeah. to the DMV? It, they don't do anything in an instant. So that side of things I, I wouldn't be worried about. But can I have permission to can I can I be Reverend Jade for a second? Because yeah. there is part of this that John touched on it. You can't add a single day or a year to your life by being anxious. That's what the Bible says. It says, you know, right. tomorrow has troubles of its own. Just worry about today, right? right? So just take it day day by day at a time. And things like this, I'm going to just tell you what Jade Warshaw does. One of my favorite things that Dave says when Dave is on air, he says, ultimately, there's only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. And right. in these in the in the times that we live in, I don't care what time period you lived in, nothing is going to give you more peace. We can tell you all the data all the facts we can tell you read all the articles but at the end of the day the only person or entity that's able to give you peace in this world is christ jesus period i don't care who's listening out there you can believe what i believe or not but that's right. the pathway to peace and i think sometimes when we just start asking and overflowing with all these questions sometimes i just go back and i'm like man this earth has existed for thousands and thousands and thousands of years with so many crazy conditions if it wasn't if it wasn't digital currency it'd be a meteor you know hitting the earth and and you know destroying the world it'd be the a dinosaur chasing after you right so you just have to live in the time that you live in and trust god he he numbers your days not digital currency for clarity, okay. Roseanne, I, I I tend to think that we're already there. Uh, during COVID, the government government agents they deposited money in my account. They just put it in there. They just made it. It's zeros and ones. <laughs> I mean, there it, no, nothing happened. They didn't send me a paper check. They just deposited it. My tax return this year um, was just deposited in my account. So. My my paycheck from Dave Ramsey, he doesn't sign a paycheck. I just get a deposit. So we are already moving money so digitally. We're there. If you're talking about okay. cryptocurrency and using blockchain technology and all that, I'm, I'm of the opinion that that is inevitable at some point. And it's not, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. No, I'm not worried about it in the least. When we get there, we'll get there. But right. like Jade said, I don't think anything happens over, <laughs> overnight. But I think so So many times, John, people get like weird, like apocalyptic and weirded out by this. Mm. And it's just like, just get in your car and go to work. Yeah. Roseanne, where, where does your fear come from? I mean, what, what, what stories are you hearing that makes you think that there's just going to be a switch that's flipped? Okay. This, um, so again, we live in Washington State. It is very difficult to find anyone who has like-minded values like ours. Um, we were looking for a signing station to sign a petition against a law they just passed here. And we went to this church. And it was that church that we went to last Sunday. And we love the pastor. It's, it is all uh, biblical by the Bible. And, um, and I was listening to his podcast. And that was one of his podcasts was about uh, digital currency and that 
you know, he said, no, the roof isn't blowing off. You know, it's, it's just that we, you know, we may have to look at being diversified, you know, maybe, you know, adding some silver, um, that's because he talked about the evils of printing money and how well they're doing that up there now. Yeah, but um, also the, the, there's the equal nonsense of we all just got around us in a circle and said we're going to declare that rock right. as expensive. It has no value. You can't eat it. You can't. You can't do anything with it. You can't use it for fuel. And so anybody long term who's trying to build wealth is not going to buy gold and silver. It's nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. It's Beanie Baby stuff, okay? Would I love a bunch okay. of gold bars? I would take them if you want to give them to me, but I'm going to turn right around and sell them and convert them. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a person who is anxious themselves mm-hmm. and is trying to come up with biblical-based excuses for making dumb decisions. I know that's right. Yeah. Okay? And so he yeah. might have been a wonderful person and a great communicator at church and have a loving group of people. But if he's trying to give you some half-baked biblical reason why you need to get off of um, diversify from the U.S. dollar and roll into cryptocurrency and buy silver bars on behalf it. of the church, you need that's I, I would distance myself from that nonsense. It's just not true. It's mm-hmm. not accurate. I saw a study uh, yesterday that despite all of the rhetoric and all of the stuff making the news, that the U.S. dollar has actually gained strength uh, internationally. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Right? From, I think it was 59% from 53% from mm-hmm. the, the marginal revolution guys. It's all of this stuff is just in the ethos. Guys, yeah. it's, you just got to continue to plug ahead with the data we got. That's and when right. change happens, then we're going to be ready for change. Yes. It's going to be great. Yes. Well, and it might not be great. Well, what else? But, what, but what's you worrying gotta about live, it today? You got to live your life. You worry about today. Tomorrow has troubles of its own. That's exactly right. Roseanne, thank you so much for the call. Thanks to the guys in the booth. And thank you, America. We'll be right back on The Ramsey Show. What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.